And it's one, two, three, get some whiskey and me tea. Make sure it's Irish whiskey, that's whiskey with an E. Give me one, two, three, pour some whiskey and me tea. Let's drink to the health of our nations and for peace and liberty. So it's one, two, three, get that whiskey flowing free. May a parting glass be not our last, their souls forever free. Give me one, two, three. Ahoy! Moje imieniu je Matili, toto je Podstil Radio, a som tu z Petrom Przenkom zo Slovenska. Witaj, Peter. Ahoj, dziękuję za pozwanie. Well, welcome to the show, everybody, and a very big welcome to my guest, Peter Przenka, coming to us all the way from the Slovak Republic. Uh, for, in this show, we're going to have a fantastic opportunity to have a look into one of Ireland's uh, up-and-coming Irish whiskey markets in an absolutely beautiful country in Europe, which is Slovakia or the Slovak Republic. Uh, Peter Prozenka is my guest on the show today, and he's going to be bringing us through the Irish whiskey market in his home country, as well as what does the future look like as uh, in terms of both Irish whiskey and the growth and what the engagement the consumers can look like. But before we get into that, I do want to say a quick word from our sponsors. Two Stacks. Independent bottlers driving innovation in sourcing and blending pot still, malt, and grain Irish whiskey, and the makers, of course, of Dram in a Can. You can find out more about their whiskeys on twostackswhiskey.com. And Dingle Distillery, who've been creating some of the most beautiful handcrafted spirits since 2012. Dingle Gin was awarded Best Gin in 2019, and Dingle Vodka was just announced the Best Irish Vodka for 2021. Dingle Whiskey continuously matures in the mild, moist climate of Ireland's southwest coast, hand-cut from the edge. Keep your eyes peeled for something very special in May 2021 and find out more on dingledistillery.ie and, of course, McConnell's Irish Whiskey, aged for five long years. This fine blend of Irish malt and grain whiskies is rested in select bourbon casks, bringing out beautiful overtones of vanilla sweetness and providing deep oak woodiness and light char to the finish. Follow McConnell's Whiskey across all social media or visit McConnellsIrishWhiskey.com for more information. And most importantly, in that website, whiskey is spelled without the E. So, Peter, Mr. Prazenka, you are coming to us live, uh, I believe, from your home in Bratislava. You are yes. uh, the Irish whiskey expert of Slovakia. You are also the owner of the Izzy uh, pub, which is the Irish pub and whiskey bar in Bratislava. And for people uh, who are active on the, I suppose, the Irish whiskey Instagram world, um, we'll also know you for some absolutely fantastic photography as well uh, up there. So, sir, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. That was a very big introduction, but thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I suppose for the, the people out there in, in podcast land that... I suppose, don't know uh, the Slovak Republic, they don't know Bratislava, and they don't know the Izzy pub. Can you give us a brief introduction to, to all that? Um, Slovakia is a very small country. Uh, it is like in the middle of the Europe, um, always saying we are very close to the Irish. And because we was, I don't want to be bad or rude or something, but we was always under a wings of some biggest countries. Same like Ireland. There was like... Um, always somebody over then we have very uh, one uh, thing common and there's you like drinkings we like drinkings uh plus we was the country of uh, oh we are the country of the of the fruit spirits so the irish whiskey because it's a triple distilled and it's generally much smoother it's much closer to to us the second another thing is uh 
your taxes is very different than Slovak taxes. So the prices in Slovakia of Irish whiskey, the generally like uh, Jameson, Tullamore or something like this one, is very low. And uh, so that is another thing which makes uh, Irish whiskey very popular even not even whiskey uh, world, or even consumer world. So that's probably something like that. And about my bar or something about Easy Pub, uh, I start, I used to live five years in Dublin. And when I came back, I said like, okay, I've been looking where I can work, what I can do. But generally, I don't want to have a boss. So I want to manage my style of business because when i work for somebody it was i was i was good on my work but uh, there was always something somebody from above came and you need to do like this one and i said look this is not really how we should do it but i said okay in my job yeah if i said and it's wrong it's wrong if i do good i take the everything about came with the risk or something like that. So we start uh, in 2010, there was a there was a place in, in a suburb because we are not in the city center. And this is a lot of time people say, now, if you will be in the city center, yeah, if I will be in the city center, I will be selling whiskey, but I have no time to speak with my customers and there was there will be no any chance what I'm doing now and I building of the reputation of the whiskey industry and I'm trying to teach them how to drink whiskey which whiskey to buy and we now selling a 500 different type of whiskey and there was like everybody asking did you try every every of them I say I tried probably five times more than all of them. Sure. There is no problem to buy 500 times, uh, 500 different type of whiskey and put them in shelf. Problem is when customers came and asked about the whiskey to tell them something, to tell them the story, to tell them from where the whiskey coming. So that's mean if, if I bring in uh, every month, like three, five different type of whiskeys, I always take the bottle, read what's on the label, what's on the bag, what's in the tube, what's on everything. Then I go to the internet. Now you have all the information you you want, just need to have a look. And so I'm looking for the information and then I know about the whiskey. Of course, opening, tasting, that's the part of that because you need to know how it really tastes, not just what's the uh, tasting labels or tasting notes at the bag or somewhere. And this is the way what we're doing. Like really now it's 11 years. So in October, there will be 11 years of birthday. Corona uh, did a wrong uh, or, or did scratch in our planning because we use, we should have a birthday party on 10, uh, 16th of October 2020, but there was everything closed, so we didn't uh, uh, celebrate anything. I don't think we will be celebrating this year even. So probably the 2020-22, we will be celebrating like uh, a week. There will be, <laughs> be. some Patrick's 2020, Happy birthday, 10 years old. Some Pantrix 2021. And, and there will be like 
uh, during the week. So we will be really celebrating probably very big party on 2022 because we are, I'm not a pessimist, but I'm not very optimistic about opening economy and pops uh, during this year. Absolutely. Um, so just to roll back a little bit on what you're saying there, you 500 different types of whiskey in the bar. Uh, and it's my understanding you the widest range of whiskeys in, is it in the country? Yeah, there was no there was no bar like we are. There was really there are bars which have uh, hundred maybe hundred and fifty different types, but there is no bar like we are. And during the during the Corona last year, uh, we have five hundred bottles behind your bag in the bar in the closet bar. So we said we need to do something like what. Even even we want to earn some money, or we need money for the for the for running the business and for food and drinks and to living somewhere. So we we made the the project, which is in is it in Facebook, and it's called Drum to Your Door. So we put all the whiskey list on the web, and you can order the samples. To your door, so we're delivering from from these bottles. Plus, we want to be uh, contact in in contact with our customers. So we did uh, online testing. So it's every second Tuesday and every uh, fourth Tuesday in a month we're doing uh, whiskey tasting. So and it's always about some uh, uh, team. So it's like 10 years of whiskey, new Irish wave, I don't know, 12 years of whiskey, 25 years, then mix of, uh, we're doing like sherry finish, Madeira, Southern cask, and doing like this one. So we we are very um, touched in our customers because there is, we need to keep them like, uh, I don't know. I keep don't them know. coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, because you know you, you cannot close for one year and then say look we're opening hey come to here and that's not possible so we need to be in touch with them and if you see how world of whiskey is changing and how many releases and how many uh, bottle changes the you know logos changes all the bottles changes came last year so you there is no possible you can catch everything uh, I used to be in Ireland uh, for last 10 years, like twice, three three times a year in Ireland because I, I went to do distilleries. I want to see what's new. Uh, once a year, I was bringing like group of six, 10 people to Ireland to do around the uh, whiskey uh, distilleries around the island with them. And I was really in, in, in like in touch. And we came to the distillery and say, I've been drinking this one, I've been drinking this one, and I've been drinking this one. I believe if I will go to Ireland this year or next year, I will come to the bar and there will be hundreds of whiskeys. Like I didn't even saw this one and I have no chance to drink this one. So and, and that will be only Irish whiskeys. I'm not saying any other from, from all around the world. But this is this is great. This is really, really good. 
Yeah, and if anyone is listening and and wondering what, whether or not you're making things up, I've I've met you and traded whiskey with you in Dublin Airport when you had fifteen of your. And I find this amazing. You know, fifteen of your customers and friends that you want to show and and grow the world of Irish whiskey to them uh, and visit the distilleries. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, but if we're looking at whiskey in general in, in Slovakia, um, do you know does of of you know, you're talking about it's in competition with the local fruit spirits. It's, you know, there's other categories as whiskey as a whole. I presume it, you know, Irish is growing, but from a small base is from my understanding. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Because when we start in 2010 in, uh, in our bar, there was a uh, two Irish whiskeys. There was uh, Jameson and there was uh, Tullamore Jew. Then I know a year later, a Bushmill appeared. But that's it. There was there was no any other, and of course, if you look back ten years old, there was no any other in in Ireland. Even you know, like you have the powers, but uh, there was no gold label in in Slovakia. There was no possible. And uh, in two thousand twelve, I I remember like today we were sitting in my bar and I was opening like Facebook and there was written like Tullamore Dew opening visitor center in Tullamore. And I was sitting with two friends. I said like, come on, look, Tullamore Dew is opening visitor center. Let's go. So we, we opened the Ryanair, we bought the tickets and we flew like three days later because we want to see. And those, those, Really excellent. And then we drive, we, we went to the Kilbegan and um, there was probably on that day or that trip, there was the best um, visit. Of course, it was like my first, but uh, that was really best visit I ever had. And it's that time when I went there, like 2016, when um, uh, Beam took over. Yep. So they give us hats, glasses, vests, and I say, come on. <laughs> so that was that was really funny. Uh, but I was there last year on, on uh, January, end of the January, with my wife, and there was everything, like, back again, really good one. And uh, so but back to the 2012, we went through, through some places. We visited Dublin. We came back, and I was like, this is what I want to sell, and that was the really like 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 meaning point, or I was just like cutting point. Like since that, I was really like pushing on every bottle was possible to buy from Ireland. Those sell it in in uh, in Isipal. So, from that point of view, I know that you know in Slovakia you have the the banderol or the tax strip over over the top of the bottle. Make sure you. Yeah. Every, Government loves getting their taxes, no matter what country you're in. And yeah, yeah. um, so, you know, from 2012 onwards, I presume that you know you as a publican, you've been interacting with all of the different importers and distributors, and I presume that's been until recently an uphill battle trying to get more and more Irish whiskies um, in, into the into your bar and into their portfolios. Is it? Yeah, that was the, that's the point in um, in uh, every. Uh, let's like every year or every every second year. Every second year, I need to find somebody who is willing to bring me some bottles, because when when some distributors start, they are really opening, friendly, and something like this. But 
when they become a, uh, bigger and when they are grow, uh, they don't want to play with two bottles or with one case of of some bottles from some distillery and uh, register the label to the government, put the label over the bottle because they don't want. To. They bring the palate, you know, of some whiskey and they say, okay, it's six hundred labels over the bottles. And we're going to do that and register to the to the government webpage, and that's it. So I need to always find somebody smaller who is willing to bring me some bottles. Like uh, last one was uh, uh, last one was Healing uh, Black Pits, and I was really happy they bring me two cases. Uh, the big one was the Whistler because uh, the. Um, Sometimes the biggest seller or the independent uh, bottle, independent seller in Slovakia, it's not like official distributor, it's biggest company who's selling the alcohol in Slovakia. It's called Sved Napojo, which means world of liquors. And uh, they, they've been asking me at the end of the year what distilleries or what whiskeys they should uh, have been looking. And I said, Look, there is a perfect new distillery or perfect new whiskey from Ireland, and it's from one distillery, the Whistler, and they bring this uh, these bottles to Slovakia. So we now have in Isipab uh, eight different type of uh, uh, Whistler. They even bring the honey, and that is what is mixed with uh, milk. Uh, the cream was yeah, the cream, cream. Sorry, I, I don't know exact name and so even this one we have they bring it they didn't bring the stout and did they didn't bring the you know, seven years cast trend which i mean is excellent excellent probably the best one from all of this one and so this is the way and and during really like during the eight years or, or 10 years i've been always asking some of the smallest like look can you bring me these bottles these bottles and they they do but after they really grow it's it's not the way like they want to uh, work because you know it's easy for them to selling from the pallets not playing with two three bottles or one case or something like that absolutely and when when you're you know meeting your customers or, or you know customers in general um what you know what's the the attitudes of the consumers to irish whiskey and and you know do do they know much you know when someone new walks into your bar do people know much about irish whiskey in in Bratislava or or is it kind of an unknown category uh if if the customers who is uh, who coming to bar because it's a whiskey bar they are willing to to teach. They are t uh, learn. Sorry, they are willing to learn. They they coming and they say, look, uh, I like this one, but I never heard and never saw this one. Oh, I like this some of the finishes, and and I and I push them and I show them the way because the first question is, okay, what do you like? What do you drink? And then we can start. So we we have uh, the like the timber with the three holes and we call the flight so you order pre whiskey 0 0.02 uh, and it's like okay they have something common and like i don't know for example um we will say tulamurdu somebody came and said look i know the tulamurdu and i said yeah but we have 14 different or 12 different variation sorry 
Okay, you like Jameson. We have 24 different types of Jameson. Okay, you like Bushmill. We have like 12 different types of Bushmill. So which you like? And I say, if you meaning the, the general one, okay, we can show you where these distilleries can be. And that's what we do. But when people coming for the for the beer, and when they coming for you know for the time to spend in the pub, they some of them won't listen, some of them will listen, some of them want to have something you know special with the with the beer. Because in there was you need to be a whiskey person who come and drink like I don't know eight. 10 different whiskeys during the evening, drink the water, speak with the friends, speak with me, or sit in the bar because some of the some of the people want to sit in the front of the bar because they want me to be contact with them. Even I even I serve the other customers, they want to be not sitting in a table and waiting when I came. They want to be opposite of me. And even though I'm pouring something for, for other customers, I still can explain to them or show the bottles. And even they sitting in the front of the, you know, the, the display which is behind me, there is always something gets your attraction or attention. Sorry, so take your attention and they say, "What's this bottle? And what's that?" And the conversation conversation can start. You can show them. But sorry, the generally the people are two groups. One of them joining the alcohol in part of the beer. The second part is when they coming exactly for the whiskey, because we are concerned of this one, and we have what to show them or what they can have. Well, I'm, that makes a lot of sense. And 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 for the record, I am one of those people that will sit at the front of your bar. Okay. <laughs> Same as me, you know. I'm uh, when I was in Ireland, I don't want to sit in the table. I want to sit no. in the bar. And when I was in Killarney, uh, I went there and there was like full bar. Uh, and I said, and they say, we have the table. I said, look, sorry, I don't want to sit in the table. And I'm going to the dinner and I will try again. And really, we came back and there was two seats. Okay, join the bar, read this one, see all, all the bottles, like 1,400 or how many of they have. And, and I've been choosing, like really something what I never saw or I saw I never have a chance to try it and so the history bottles what they offering excellent yeah absolutely and um, so if if we were to you know drop ourselves into Bratislava uh, or you know any any of the cities in in, in Slovakia um, would 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 whiskey in general of any category and then I suppose more specifically in Irish whiskey would they be you know easy to find or are you looking at the, the big cities for for the likes of imported whiskey the three oh two big brands you will find in every restaurant and probably every pub every pub you found probably every restaurant some of the some of the uh distributors like Bernard ricard now the jägermeister used to be the remy contra you know they going they pushing they bringing for like whiskey from the second shelf you know not just the base one so they want to sell like um, i don't know tulamoju uh 14 years old or 12 years old they jameson want to sell the red breast uh and they they working like this one but you will found there was there is 
no hard to find Irish whiskey in in the bar. If you don't find on this one and you walk to the second one, they will have. But if I will like questioning me what they will selling if they not selling Irish whiskey, and I say I don't know, but they definitely, definitely there will be there is there is no bar in Slovakia which not where you not found Irish whiskey. Even even the basic one, but there is no way you will not find. And um, and what about uh, like the likes of liquor stores or off licenses when if you know you want to take a bottle home? This is, this is absolutely uh, core range, like if I said. Yeah. You know, like really, this it's need to be because really, Pernod Ricard and uh, Jägermeister they are very big in Slovakia. They like fighting each other. It's five million people, like in Ireland, you know, plus minus, and so it is big, two big groups for the very small country, and yeah. so really, you found it in liquor store, any of them, you will find even on uh, on uh, I would say if it's Aldi, I don't know, Lidl, and this one, um, how you call this group of like uh discount supermarkets yeah something like this one so you will found this in day shelf best pro uh, no problem okay even the west cork even the gin from the west cork is sell in a lidl in our country <laughs> they're going a long way from west cork <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and and are you seeing more irish whiskey companies make a focus to enter uh slovakia at the moment i know you you mentioned a couple of brands earlier that have, have been yeah, coming in yeah, because the brown foreman introduced the slang to Slovakia, it is really be hard because if you have the big companies like uh, Pernod Ricard and uh, Jägermeister, they are sister of the main company, and or it's the like arm of the of the of the main company. But uh, the brown foreman is the it's not the main company. It's it's a sister company who's selling their product. And they don't have uh, the advantages of the of the, of the main company or the. I, it's really hard to say, like explain from, but you get the clue. Uh, yeah. If if you and me are one company, you sell me the bottle and I'm selling. It's like I I don't live from profit. I do it for you and we do it together. But if I'm the second company, so you sell it to me. And I'm selling to somebody else. I'm doing for profit. So this is what Brown Foreman have uh, the company in Slovakia, and they they do the uh, slain. And this whiskey is a little bit high priced in Slovakia, so it's very it's it's hard to compatible. We sell it in 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 bar, but if you uh, take this is no age statement triple distilled whiskey from Ireland. Same like you put the Jameson and Tullamore next to that Bushmill, and this one's cost a triple price. You need to be very big fan of the whiskey to buy this. I'm not saying it will not uh, going down when we'll be selling, 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 but it's very hard because on local dealer you put six of these bottles to the shelf, but you put a one pallet of Jemison and Tulamo to the next to that, and the price is absolutely in different uh, level.
So this is this is very hard, but it's coming. And we uh, tealing is good on on Slovakia because they have like uh, some uh, official distributor, and I'm I'm really happy we have like wine, uh, barley, uh, chocolate porter. Uh, they don't bring the black beets. I really. As I said, I found the company who bring for me, but they've been bringing before, uh, the Revival series. It's one yep. to three to five. They have now the the winner of the World Whiskey, the 24, 24 year old, and the, the this year the twenty eight year old. Yeah, they have available, and uh, plus they have the core range of single grain, single malt, uh, the Ramkas finish, the small batch. So we really have like 30 tealings in, in EasyPub. Uh, so they are really like like one of the biggest uh, companies in, uh, to be sold in Slovakia. And are you seeing some of the smaller independent Irish companies starting uh, to come in as well? I'm pushing, I'm pushing like more than two years for Method and Madness. And this is not possible. So there is no, there is no way somebody will kill, uh, kill Oven. Uh, uh, yeah, Cologne. I, I really trying, but there is there is no chance to to have this one. And um, for the people who are you know at home and they've picked up their bottles of Jemison or Tullamore Jew uh, from the shelves, how do you know whiskey consumers in Slovakia consume whiskey at home? I, in a previous podcast, we were speaking to one of my colleagues in, in Japan, and he was speaking about you know highballs are a big thing. Obviously, Jemison lead with the Jemison ginger lime. Are, are the, the Slovak people used to drinking those kind of mixed drinks or is it more of a on ice or, or a neat whiskey kind of consumption? Uh, during the 10 years, I, I've been teaching people to join the whiskey as it is. So I'm not saying this one is general, but I think like 90% people drink whiskey neat. If they drink something with that, that's okay. But we're saying it's like you have spirit and you have the break. So you don't put them. If, if you want a cocktail, they used to be, you, you know, you went to the to the cocktail bar. You're not doing in the home like you're taking the ginger lime and, and, the, and the Irish whiskey and putting together. But they never do this one. We, we, we shot whiskey like really like from uh, – I try to drink from glass and from the Glencairn or some Tudach or, or any any whiskey glass, but generally people drinking from tumblers, you know, the pouring and the drinking, they cheers. We drinking a lot. They saying, uh, I've been reading some uh, stats and there is like uh, people in the world drinking six bottles of spirits uh, a person a year. In Slovakia, 12 bottles a year in a person so we are good customers for the liquors companies you know so and right. really the uh the culture is we're purring we we're not playing with that we're purring and we're drinking as we like it we we're saying like if you need to put the ice or if you need to put something else inside it's because you don't like it and and i was saying like if you take the shots of whiskey and you taste it and you need to take a water or something and, and put pour after that, it's your brain is saying you don't like it. And because of your company or your friends doing this one, you don't need to find something what is make you happy or pleasure or something when you drink. 
So you don't need to put six things inside to change the flavor of the of the base what you want to drink. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm interested uh, in, I suppose, you know, you, you've talked a lot about your trips uh, to Ireland as well um, and, and spreading that good word of Irish whiskey. And, and obviously it's a, it's a, it's, it's a long, a long uh, journey you've decided to take, but you've actually got uh, your own cask of Irish whiskey maturing away. That will be hopefully at some point uh, an Izzy, an Izzy pub own bottling. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I can. Um, Last year, uh, sorry, two years ago in 2019, we went when Clona Kilty was 23rd or 24th whiskey uh, distillery open in Ireland. So we went there and we was very, very happy. There was, um, I really don't remember any of my, of the person who take me through the distillery, but I, I will probably never forget the Debbie from the Clona Kilty. Unbelievable experience. The woman is excellent and very, very helpful. Uh, she was explaining to us, waiting. I was translating for guys what she said, and then we went to distillery like this one. There was no anyone or I probably will met somebody who can offer this one to us. And but this trip was excellent. So when we went uh, back and I said, look, they have uh, opportunity to buy a cask and I want from this district. And it's, and as I said, it's many times it's about the person who you met than more than about the spirit or place where you was. And uh, I came home and I said, look, is it Bob have going to have the 10 years old, uh, 10 years of anniversary? And they have opportunity to buy a cask for 10 years of advance. Yeah, yeah, for 10 years maturation. And I said, if that will be, if we buy that now for 20 uh, anniversary of our bar, we can have our whiskey. So we decide... Last year, went there with my wife, and we signed the contract. We paid the money, so we bought the one barrel for some future. Like we're not saying investment; we're saying it's it's for promotion. It will be celebration. Yeah, if you was you was mentioning today, uh, Dingle Distillery, and they have the same. Like look. They 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 bottling uh, some bottles for Germany. The guys on on Facebook in Germany they say we have uh, fifty five bottles for sale. And I wrote there four minutes after they put this one up, and they wrote me sorry, Peter, you was fifty six. And this is this is the clue, or you they showing, or this is the sign of how this is trendy. And I'm not. I don't believe it will be less trendy after 10 years. It still will be some single cask, will be something something where we can say, look, this is our bar. This is, there is no any other whiskey like this one. And if we will say it will be filled with ABV, I don't know, 44.47, it will be, you know? So, and there will be not whiskey like this one. And if we choose, I don't know, maybe I bring some, uh, Muscat barrel from Slovakia on my shell on my shoulder and bring it there. I say, please fill uh, uh, finish on this one. You don't know. You, you cannot predict what will be after ten years. 
Oh, absolutely. And what, what barrel is it maturing in right now? Bourbon? It's a bourbon barrel. It's a 200 bourbon barrel, a 200 liter bourbon barrel. Yeah, no, I mean, that sounds very exciting. I, oh, I, look, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I look forward to the celebrations in Izzy Pub at the okay. 20th anniversary. Uh, I believe uh, it's everything will be okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you were to talk, like if, if you know, a whiskey brand today asked you, you know, uh, Peter, I'm thinking of going into uh, Slovakia um, and I want to get, I found, you know, I found a, they found an importer. Um, how do we get the consumers to know about our whiskeys? You know, do you think whiskey festivals are the big thing? Is it, you know, advertising in, in the uh, shops and restaurants or what, what advice would you have? Uh, whiskey festivals is excellent stuff. It is really. Some of the people came and they want to be just drunk. Some of the people came because they want to learn. They want to see the brand. Uh, it's it is very uh, on on whiskey on whiskey show. There is one thing is which is very important, and that is who is standing in your stand. So. It's mean if the person is recognized or if the person is from the distillery or it is not just a, some of the bartender who stand there and say, look, I pour a drink and uh, and how old is this one? Mm, I don't know. And, you know, and you know about the answering the question. This is why I going to every year to the London show. You know, for the for the whiskey festival, because there is all the master distillers, there is all the master blenders, there's people from the distillery who know about their product, and you not asking somebody who had the you know a leaflet about learn this one, and this is three more important things you need to know that you you can go deeply and you can you can speak with these people, and they are if they see you know they are much open, so. If you're coming to the country, whiskey show, I believe it's the main thing. Second thing is uh, today is the social media. I say you can you can you can print a one million uh, leaflets and give to the people. It's not that it's not that effect as you put in a, uh, on the social media. You can do some some videos now. People people are home. They watching. You know. And plus the second thing, uh, the the last thing is the bar. And I'm still saying like if 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 you're going to the bar and the bartender say, look, we have some good new whiskey. Try this one. Is it ten times uh, more than you put the paper A or something in the table? And the people like came and say, "Okay, that's it. Give me this one." And nobody told them because they're not going to read this. So this is probably the three steps or three main thing what you can bring. And uh, I was I was even even uh, speaking with the uh, the big brand, the Swednapoyo in in Slovakia, and uh, when uh, one of the whiskey came to Slovakia, we said like, "Look." We can do take three bottles, uh, made, we will take these three bottles, we do the three tastings, you make the advert on your web. If you buy, I don't know, one of the bottles from the brand, you're going to receive these three samples. And Peter from EasyPub is going to do like end of the month, live tasting these three whiskeys. And I believe this is the way, but as I said, 
if you are big and you're doing a big money, this is not what you want to play. And that's a shame. And uh, you need to watch where will be your second, third, and fifth step. Not just watch under your legs, you know. It's like, this is I'm saying. This, this is what we do in Ezipa. But look, I, I'm always watching like where I will be after one year. What would I will be doing after half year? Not like, oh, now and I don't know what to do and I need to close or something. So, so how prepared you are? That good can you be in the future? Absolutely. And and if those brands are, are you know looking at the whiskey shows. And, um, you know, Irish people's ability to speak Slovak is obviously very lacking. Yeah. Um, I, I presume that they're, you know, having someone from the distillery there and, you know, translated if, if necessary, still has that, that good engagement effect uh, with consumers. Yeah, this is, uh, we had this one on, there's a lot of people speaking in, in English now. In, and uh, we used to have in one whiskey show uh, in, uh, in Prague, uh, sister of uh, Adam Hannett from Brooklady, and she was in stand with me, and I was like, was there for preparing to translate something, but she was all day speaking English. So then we saw in the next and next another year in uh, in uh, whiskey shows in Bratislava or Slov or Prague, there was Jim Murray, there was. Uh, um, uh, Hamish Tari from uh, Artbeg and uh, Glenmorangie. There was a uh, lot of a uh, uh, lot of English speaking uh, people from whiskey industry, and there was no problem, you know. So, so it's not like I will come to the Germany uh, for the whiskey show. I will really need to find somebody who speaks English because my German is like okay, very, very, very poor. Even I was learning this one in, in in school, but really there was no there was no problem. Or you need to be like uh, scary if if whiskey show is in Bratislava to come and speak English. There was no any problem. There is easy easy peasy. That's fair enough. And and you're talking about the um, well, you, you know, I, the just just first thing for people listening that don't know about uh, Slovakia, you you are a landlocked country in Europe, so. You have your your doorstep is is Austria and, and Vienna, and then you've got you know you've got Ukraine and and Poland and uh, and Hungary. So there's there's lots of you're, you're naming lots of cities, and they're not all in Slovakia. So that's just wanted to make sure people don't uh, people aren't getting confused. Um, but the for you know you were talking about the videos and the social media and whatnot. Um, again, you know I suppose in Ireland we we do have I suppose a member of the whiskey community who is from Senek in Slovakia, and she's very well known. Um, so maybe if there's there's brands out there that want to create maybe uh, Slovak uh, videos, we'll give Eva a call. But uh, for those who do not have access to the local language speakers, I presume then it's it, videos in English that can be translated uh, or with subtitles. It is, yeah, it is, yeah, that's not a problem at all. Yeah, and, and he, I'm always saying like, uh, if somebody, uh, like you're doing interview with some person and that person is answering, you listen what he's saying. If somebody translate, 
in can be lost in translation of the meaning of, of, of one word, second word, or, or even can be translated differently. Uh, I see this one in uh, in the TV. We have like cooking channel, and the person is speaking behind the English, and there is like translation not written, but it's you know somebody saying, but. Sometimes the Slovak translation finish and the, the English like continues. She didn't even say that. And uh, this is this is what I don't like. Really, it's 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 very good if I listen to English and there is something written and say, okay, the meaning is is same. Or, or you see this one in the movies. If you if you see it in cinema and you're watching the English movie and there is a subtitles, so I I'm stop reading that one. Because um, usually people sitting in, at end of the row or end of the cinema, I'm sitting like in a third, second, third or fourth row because I'm watching up and I don't see the titles on, on the bottom. And really because they distract me. If, if they translate something but it's not really safe. I understand that. I, I'm, and for myself, I've done a lot of you know whiskey festivals and presentations uh, that needed to be translated around the world. And one of the things that I always found off-putting, because, you know, obviously you lose your train, it doesn't flow as easily. But when you, it goes two ways. You either, you say a very long sentence and the translator says a very short one. Oh, yeah. or, or or you say a very short sentence and they talk for like three and a half minutes. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what, are you, what are you telling them? Why? Yeah. What? <laughs> like I didn't want what information you and then or you say something that's not funny and when they translate it and everyone laughs. I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Why I was talking about malting. Why yeah. why why are we laughing? What, what? um so that yeah, that's that's always a, an issue with translation. Uh, and you also have to be careful with, with translations. There's there's different um Irish whiskeys brands that have had either their names mean something hilarious in local languages. Yeah. Um, uh, you have now the new whiskey of PUSA. Okay. From, uh, Blackwater Distillery, I believe. Yeah, uh, PUCA, Puka. Yeah. 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 And uh, if you put a tick on the C yeah. in our language, it's mean absolutely horrible uh, world. It's the same. Oh, okay. Leave it. <laughs> That's so, okay. It's very funny for us because when I saw first this bottle and I said, mm, that will be fun in Slovakia when this will came. Uh, well, uh, maybe maybe that'll be a good or not good selling point for Blackwater. Oh, it will sure be. Um, and that, that's the thing. I mean, big brands have done it. Uh, I know there's been some brands that have gone to Germany with names that uh, that translate very poorly. Um, and other other brands that go uh, to different parts of the world where their name or even an abbreviation of their name are like curse words in different different markets. Um, or you could have translation issues. Like in Japan, I try to say that I'm from Ireland and I left out one word and I instead said, I am Ireland, the whole country. It's just, I am yeah. Ireland. Um, so there's always there's always difficulties um, in that sense, and that's a series that's a place where uh, there was no translation and everyone laughed where they weren't supposed to be laughing. Uh, <laughs> um, that's the, that's very very strange or very funny. It's like our closest co country is Czech Republic. Like I mean, no no mean distance. I mean, we used to be one country, and 
this is a country which I don't know how many times changed my name as they believe it's like Peter and it's from uh, Peter Petra and they say Petera. And this is not, this word doesn't exist. And they even, even change my surname when they put another two or three syllables and it's happening only in Czech Republic. And this is very funny, Ben. And we make the laugh of this one. I learned them like during the last I don't know, five, six years, like, look, it's the same as a Peter from Czech. It's the, when you're saying from him or to him or whatever, and it's the same changing name. And this is very fun, but never happening to me in everywhere, anywhere else I was. Oh, well, I mean, I, I can only imagine how, how confusing that gets, but uh, you sound like you're a good sport about it. Um, if, if you're heading back, you know, the world is right. Uh, you've got your consumers on a plane going to Ireland. What are the, what are the two top distilleries that are on your list to bring your, your Slovak friends to? Okay. If I, if I would, my first flight when we'll be to Ireland, I want to see Bone Distillery because it's new, it's open, it's uh, close to, it's very close to top. And I really want to see Bone Distillery. I really want to go to, uh, if I say who I want to meet, I want to see the JJ Corey. And I know, I know they don't have a distillery, but I really want to go there. And uh, if I say, to somebody like two distilleries, what they should see, it's definitely Clonakilty. It's number one. It's really, really, really number one. If then any, any, look, you're going to Pierce Lion, you see the two pot still instead of uh, in, in the church, instead of altar or whatever it's called. Uh, if you're going to Teeling, you see the tree stills and uh, this. Uh, there was question like, look, Peter, we're going to Ireland, where we should go? I said, look, you can go for three days of three nights to, to Dublin and you don't need a car. So you going to the Dublin and you see uh, Bow Street, Jameson, Irish Whiskey Museum. Then you have four distilleries. You have uh, on Liberties, you have uh, Teeling, Pierce Lyon, Liberties and uh, Rowan Co. this moment. Plus, you still can take the bus to the uh, any scary, and you can see the power score, and this is excellent. This, and you haven't been in one bar, you still been only in the distilleries. You can do the tour. You can taste what they offering. They have day whiskey. So, and in the evening, uh, my favorite is uh, Sean's bar. Then, uh, uh, then Duke's. Of course, the porterhouse, or next to the porterhouse, the whiskey bar. I mean, that's that's quite a, quite a lineup. Uh, yeah, and I mean, the, the bars you've you've listed: Sean's Bar in Athlone, the oldest bar in the world, uh, yeah. Duke of York in Belfast, and then of course Dingle Whiskey Bar, and you've got the porterhouse there. It's, it, I mean, that's that's a great roundup of of, yeah. of of watering holes, as they say. Before we finish up, and I'm I'm conscious on time, I don't want to take up too much of your Saturday morning. If people are, you know, looking at going to a whiskey festival, either as a brand or a person in, in Slovakia, uh, whether or not it's in um, Bratislava or uh, Kočice, I'm not sure. Yeah, if yeah. That correctly. Kočice, yeah. What are the, the big whiskey festivals for people to keep an eye out for? 
There is there is there used to be whiskey for whiskey festival in uh, Bratislava in April. Actually, this week. If, if <laughs> everything if everything is okay, this weekend will be a whiskey festival in Bratislava. But actually, haven't been last year and is not this year. We believe really 2022 will be the year yeah. where we go back to normal. Uh, I see some even more pessimistic uh, uh, um, prediction, but I believe 2022 will be will be the year when we'll be saying, okay, let's go. Let's go back to normal. And um, so this is the Slovakia one-time opportunity. And then if we'll be open, the easy pub, I can do <laughs> a whiskey festival because I have from to choose and really... Exactly. Uh, and that's, you know, you bring a, a cohort of your of your friends and customers every year to Ireland. Maybe we need to get a cohort of distilleries to come to the Izzy pub and check out. That would be very nice. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Peter, I've really appreciated you giving us uh, your time this morning uh, to tell us all about, you know, the consumers in Slovakia, the Irish whiskey scene as it's growing and and the, the Trojan work you're doing with the Izzy pub and getting the largest uh, Irish whiskey selection in the country and getting in all of those cases that that otherwise wouldn't be done. Um, it, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you. And and from me, I'd love to say uh, a very big thank you uh, again to our sponsors, um, who I just want to give one last shout out to. So that'd be Two Stacks Irish Whiskey, a contemporary revival from Irish Whiskey Heritage, independently bottling and blending source potstill malt and grain whiskies from across Ireland's new and expanding Irish whiskey landscape. Uh, find out more about them on twostackswhiskey.com. Of course, McConnell's Irish Whiskey, five-year-old blend of Irish malt and grain, gently rested in select bourbon casks. You can fo follow them across social media uh, or visit mcconnellsirishwhiskey.com for more information. And of course, last but not least, Dingle Distillery, who've been creating some of the most beautiful handcrafted spirits since 2012. The Dingle whiskey continuously matures in the mild, moist climates of Ireland's southwest coast. Hand cut from the edge. Keep your eyes peeled for something very special in May 2021. So not long to wait. Uh, but you can find out more on dingledistillery.ie. Um, and to you, sir, uh, Peter, I look forward to the days that we can sit down and have have a, a drink together. Uh, it'll be very fun, whether that's in Ireland or that's in uh, Bratislava, which is very high on my uh, to-do list to get to get to go to you guys because if anyone hasn't looked up how beautiful Bratislava is, you, you need to do that. Um, but to you, sir, I'm going to say Jakujem, um, and I hope you have a have a lovely day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Perfect. Thank you so much. Cheers for the